0: Hello friends, welcome back to How to Talk to Weirdos, where we talk about communicating with people who are different than you. Since we're all unique, that's pretty much everyone. When someone has a different style of communication, they can seem like a weirdo. And if they seem like that to you, you probably seem that way to them. As I like to say, everyone is kind of a weirdo. We're going to talk about some of the assumptions we make and other pitfalls of communication so that we can all improve. There is a lot to cover, so let's get started. What type of leader are you? That's gonna to be today's topic. I know it's a slight departure from our normal topic of communication, but only slightly. I've done a lot of coaching for new managers and they became managers because they were great at what they did, whether that was you know engineering, sales, whatever. They were so good at it, they got promoted into management, and then they were given very few tools, and it made it really hard for them to be great at their job. Two of the major adjustments people need to make during this transition are communication and mindset. So the communication part of it is the reason why I do the public speaking I do, and why I have this podcast. But I want to at least touch on the other part, which is the mindset. So I normally talk about these things in terms of business and managing, but you're going to see that they apply to all aspects of your life, whether you're talking to your spouse and kids, or whether you're talking to your friends about planning a trip, whatever it is, it's going to be good to keep communication and mindset in mind, and it'll make everything go better. So the first mindset change I talk about to new managers is what they take pride in. They were probably superstars and they took pride in their production whether that was manufacturing a product or creating marketing campaigns writing white papers whatever the work product was a great source of pride for them when you become a manager your work product is now your team your success no longer comes from quote-unquote being productive in the sense that you are used to it comes from the members of your team being successful The team is now your work product. It's a hard shift to make, but it's crucial if you want the people on your team to grow. Once people have made that shift in mindset, the next hurdle is to figure out what your leadership style is going to be. To me, there are four main leadership styles. And of course, as is so often the case, there's no one right answer. And from time to time, you're going to use all four of them. But just keeping them in mind and being aware of them goes a long way. So the four styles are peer, and that means you want to make people happy, and you probably want to make them like you. System, you rely on systems that are in place and defer to the way things have always been done. Boss, this is the classic, it's my way or the highway. And goal, where the results matter regardless of how you get there or who gets the credit. So peer managers are probably going to be very popular at least for a while because they're concerned about the people on their team and they want what's best for them, which is great. Problems can occur if members are underperforming or if they realize it and they are actively trying to take advantage of your leadership style, wanting to make them happy. Now, it's obviously important that the people on your team feel seen and heard. And in fact, studies show that when people feel seen and heard, they're more productive and companies make higher profits. So that's clearly important and they need to feel well supported. One thing to be careful about is if you feel like you're cutting someone a little too much slack or if it just doesn't feel quite right, stop and think about why. The question I like to ask which really gets to the heart of the matter is by cutting this person so much slack, am I being fair to the other members of the team? That helps you kind of back it up and you now need to really try to make everyone on the team happy and is what you're doing with one member going to affect other members? So that's a good way to just check yourself on what you're doing. Second one are systems and people who have that as a leadership style are very often found in certain fields like engineering, manufacturing, accounting. These fields tend to have hard and fast rules. So in those fields, structure and systems just seem to make sense. But when you're managing people, it may or it may not. So establishing rules and expectations and then following through on them is crucial. People on the team are going to feel more comfortable if they know what to expect and they know what they have to do. One thing to look out for, though, is rejecting something new out of hand just because that's not the way it's done. So I remember conversations at work from before the pandemic about wanting to work from home. Those were immediately shot down. It was a scary thing, managers were going to lose control, it was new, no one was doing it. So it just got shut down before really giving it any thought. But what percent of people now work from home? At least part time, right? Many studies have shown that people are actually quite a bit more productive. So before defaulting to no, at least give new ideas a chance. doesn't mean you need to try every new thing that comes down the road. But at least stop and give it a chance before getting in the habit of saying no without giving it any thought. Now until relatively recently in history, the I am the boss style of management was all the rage. Sometimes, literally, rage. This is the do it because I told you to style, which you'll hear many parents say when they get frustrated. You'll hear bosses say it. And a lot of times they won't even feel the need to explain why. Now, in a crisis or when time is short, this is the way to go. It's incredibly efficient. If I tell you evacuate the building immediately, I don't want to have a conversation about if that's the right thing to do. If I told you evacuate, I want you to evacuate. Again, it's very efficient, but you can only use it sparingly if you've done the hard work of earning someone's respect they're going to understand that when you say evacuate evacuate and then you can find out why later however if you find yourself needing to remind people that you're the boss it's probably because you've lost their respect and what's more you're probably saying that because you realize it and you're trying to get it back by reminding them so again This is an extremely efficient way of managing and leading, but it can only be used sparingly or you're going to lose the ability to use it. The last one is a goal oriented leader. And it's what I believe that most managers and leaders should really be striving for. It means that if there's a goal, you're working towards being agnostic about how you get there is very effective. Sometimes you capture more flies with honey than vinegar. That's the peer. Sometimes the way things have always been done are done that way because they work the best. That's system. Sometimes the carrot and the stick is what's required to get people up and moving. And that's boss. A goal-oriented leader is going to be willing to use any of them. So another saying I've heard is, you can achieve any goal you want as long as you don't care who gets the credit. And there's a lot of truth to that. Remember the mindset I talked about in the beginning of this episode where as a manager, you have to give up wanting credit for the ideas that you came up with or the product that you produced. Instead, again, the team is your product. So instead of trying to take credit for ideas that you came up with, let other people on your team or depending on how the project is, maybe the peers that you're working with, let them take the lead on things when you let other people take the lead on things even if you've contributed a lot to the idea you're probably going to get them to be more motivated those people will run through walls to accomplish the goal and the idea that they're taking credit for as their own of course you need to trust that the people in your organization will recognize your part in it in a functional organization they almost certainly will But if you have some concerns or are worried about it, you may want to let your boss or your boss's peers or your peers know what your goal is. Let them know, hey, here's what I'm trying to achieve and here's my strategy for it. And if you've talked to them about creating the strategy where other people are going to take the lead on actually getting things done, that way they will recognize your hand in it. You don't need to make it too obvious, but sometimes you have to let people know what it is that you're doing so that they will see it. So there you have it. That was episode 15, and thank you so much for listening. I hope that you are enjoying this journey as much as I am, and I have just one favor to ask. If you've got a friend or coworker who you think could benefit from the topics we talk about here, could you please send them a link to your favorite episode? I am passionate about helping people become better communicators, and you can help me do this, help me grow my community by sending those links out to people who you think might appreciate and learn from this. I appreciate you, so I hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening to another episode of How to Talk to Weirdos. I really appreciate you being here. Please reach out to me on my LinkedIn, which is Jeremy Doran Speaks, or find me on my webpage, jeremydoranSpeaks.com. I want to hear from you. I would love some feedback. Tell me what you think, and tell me what you want me to talk about next. Until next week, enjoy talking to some weirdos.